Good evening, listeners, and welcome to the Tufty Club, uh, an innovative podcast covering all things related to Sheffield United Football Club. I'm Deadbat. I'm amazed you've described it like that. <laughs> innovative? What's innovative about it? <laughs> no, nothing at all. We're the only pod who do a, like a reaction quite straight after the game, which is innovative to nobody apart from don't think any of the United pods do that. that that's, that's the only thing that we provide. We're quick. We quit. We, we yeah. We get it over and done with quickly. It's a it's, it's a standard what, what, thing. What, what, what about the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I, and and to be fair, that was only done out of necessity, weren't it? That we didn't. It was before. I wouldn't say before technology. Obviously, technology existed, <laughs> but no one could be asked to speak to each other on stuff like Zoom and that before pandemic. Mm. Could they? It were all a bit. You save that for work, but yeah, we just did it in in pub after match just because we didn't want to meet up again. Other than other than it matches, so yeah, even that innovativeness is just born out of laziness. So, anyway, the laziest podcast in the, the Sheffield United world. Uh, you've been on holiday, aren't you? I'm going to call it an holiday. I've seen you, seen your Insta picture. Well, your wife's Insta pictures. Yeah, I don't get involved in any of that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't call it a holiday. It was two nights away in Cambridge. I had this week off because it's getting to end. Of, you don't have this problem, do you? Really, with the uh, with your um, sort of millions of holidays throughout the year. But when it gets towards April, you've got to start thinking about, yeah, have mm. you used all your holidays up? And obviously I haven't because it's been a pandemic and there's been no point going anywhere. So, oh, bloody hell, better book some holidays. So I've had this week off here. Yeah. went to Cambridge of all places. Very nice. Did you see anything nice apart from uh, some spires and uh, university buildings? A load of punts. Load of what? <laughs> no, not not the match tonight. A load of <laughs> load of load of punts. No, yeah, just just that you standard Cambridge shit, really, weren't it? Just punting about like universities and punting about rivers and yeah, about it really. Did you just, have a punt? I did have a punt actually. Gave, gave I've, it never, a good... I've, I've never punted before. Well, I didn't do any punting personally. I I paid I paid a tenner to get punted around. Uh, someone else punted for me. It's not the first time I've uh, been called a punt. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's worth doing. Much, it's it's well in Rome. How much does a punt cost? Well, <laughs> it depends on the level of puntage you want, I suppose. Because you can, I think you can book. You can have your own punt. You can be the punt, and some might say, regardless of what I did this weekend, that I am. But. You can you can do the punting yourself. I don't know how much that costs. You can book one fully yourself that someone punts you, and that costs about eighty quid. Or you can do the cheap option, which is obviously what I did, which is roughly a tenner each. Uh, you just go in a group. Anyone else that turns up, and someone just punts you around while making. Facts you have up to sh- you have to share your punt with someone else. Share yeah, punting. I'm, I'm always letting anyone in my punt. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm good like that. No, it's yeah. I mean it's. It's potluck with your punt. You can uh, you, you book, and if no one else has booked, you're getting your own personal one anyway. But unfortunately, mm. some other people had booked, and uh, so I, I shared it with some other people that thought they were funny, making comments every time he made a joke. <laughs> I.e., same as me. So every time, every time he made a comment, you're like coming back with some crap joke, and uh, <laughs> some other bloke were doing it as well. So he had two punts in his punt <laughs> this time. But uh, and I saw you saw you'd gone to a cemetery. That's a nice way to spend your time off. Well, 
Something, yeah, I mean, it's on the way back, say it's like an American war memorial thing. I thought, oh, it's just mm. there. We're on his way back, we'll nip in. Um, and it's just just a way to get you warmed up for your United game, isn't it? Make you feel glad to be alive, you know, taking a bit of... Seeing a load of corpses. Pretty much, yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's just American war memorial. It's quite, obviously, that sort of stuff's quite quite moving. You see you see some interesting facts, and then you see a load of graves, and then you come and, yeah, you come home and watch United. Up that A1. Always, always like going on A1. It's like every five minutes there's an OK diner, and every ten minutes there's a pulse and cocktails. It's like just con- it's like hot dogs and dildos, constant sausages all your way all your way up your A1. Sounds like a prefab sprout song. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Oh dear. So, yeah, but cool. um, yeah, I'm glad you've had a. I'm glad you've had a good time. Thanks. It's good to know. You've not had a good time, have you? You've come off your bike, haven't you, this week? Uh, well, I took yeah um, various uh, biking issues, um, but uh, hopefully we're back on two wheels um, when I've been suitably rip- ripped off by sorry the dog. Speaking of dogs, suitably ripped off by the bike repair guy who said, "Ooh, we're going to need a bit more to it than uh, the thought." If he's listening, uh, he's doing a great job. <laughs> Before he <laughs> puts loads of glass in it, yeah, taking advantage of you there. Does he not know who you are? Like the, as, as per last last week's pod introduction, you're known for your uh, United reports. He, sh- he should be giving you. A, he, in fact, he should be providing it for free, and we could have plugged him mm. on on here mm. to our three listeners. I saw that uh, Royal Mail have stolen my. I said I won't mention the postage <laughs> thing again, but Royal Mail have like nicked my idea, haven't they? They have. They've they've done what um, sort of um, international pen pen pal of the pod. JP said uh, that they do in Norway, which is to actually do your idea but better rather than having a prepaid envelope. It's just a barcode. Uh, but all this you is can like scan, you can scan something and it plays like a video message. A video message. A you like... go in. <laughs> why, why you nick my idea, Royal Mail? Not 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 Princess Leia coming up as you turn R two D two's film on. To help help me quickly. <laughs> help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm my only hope to get this shit. This. Postage system up and running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bastards, Royal Mail. So um, maybe I'm, I'm coming for you. I've got I'm coming for you. It's libel. Adam Crozier, he was Royal Mail guy, weren't he? He's been listening to this podcast, mm. I bet, and been passing it on. Are you drinking? I can see. I just saw you yeah. raise raise a glass. Yeah, I've got a uh, Beaver Town Gamma Ray on the go. Um, yeah, I've just been drinking all week, haven't I? Been off, so <laughs> why not carry on? I've decided I'm going to, uh, I've carried on with my dry January into dry February. Not forever. I'm just going up to next Friday, which is half term. So I'm still drinking Soda Stream Flat Coat, which is like roller cola, <laughs> which is not very tasty at all. Um, Have you not put it in Soda Stream or is Soda Stream not very good? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it's been in Soda what? Stream, but I think it's been out for quite a while. Uh, you can see there the uh, the officials. Yeah, it looks, it's just. It's awful. Like black water, as far as I can tell that. It tastes like it as well, but uh, anyway. Uh, now, I will start drinking again. Uh, I'll be a mark next Friday when I break up as uh, as uh, having a few tinnies, probably. You'll look forward to that. You'll be drunk after two. It's good It's good when you've had a layoff, and it only mm. takes you two two tinnies to get a bit tipsy. It's good like Bergen Flag. Two runs to, like, <laughs> basically can't run anymore. You're too tired. Blowing out your ass. Yeah. Um, 
It was, I suppose it was transfer deadline week, window closing, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I didn't really, I was working really late on Monday and I didn't really pay any, I completely forgot. And then obviously there'd been a bit of, a bit of stuff happening, but it were all a bit, a bit crap really, weren't it? It were a bit crap. It was like one of those old windows. So, you know, when we, like in recent years, when we've been in the Premier League, which, you know, we signed Berg and Bruce has come in at the end of a window or like big money signings, like we're we going to sign. So now it's like, are we going to get like some crappy loan from like a Premier League, but like olden days sort of thing? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we did, we did it. Well, I think we said it, weren't it? That this window were probably more about getting them out, mm-hmm. and we did a bit of that, obviously. Um, which which well, was to, probably the priority. Yeah, well, to quote, I don't know, I heard a bit of Red Arthur Sheffield. I listened to a bit of a podcast on my way to work, and I can't remember which one it was, so I apologise. Um, Chad and Noah, is it? It is, yeah. He said, getting these wages off our book is just fucking huge. <laughs> Cognates. I thought they were American, them guys. <laughs> well. Uh, but yeah, we saw we saw more going out than in. Uh Moose completed his move to uh I, I don't know how you say this. I, I said it wrong last week and I'll say it wrong this week. US Salah Salernitana. Is it not Salernitana? Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like a ship from World War Two. You know, something that's been like sunk by a like Japanese Wait. torpedo. It's gonna get sunk now. It's got that extra weight on it. Did you did you see him on his private jet? Oh, uh, <laughs> he doesn't help himself that one, does he? He gets accused of just wanting lifestyle but not putting work in, yeah. and then next minute he's laying on a couch on a private jet. But it was completely. Uh, you know, all the kind of look at me, I'm on my private jet going to sign for a Serie A team was completely undermined by the fact that those Sky Italia people were interviewing his one of his entourage who thought it was him. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> I've seen this. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, I'm sure other pods, United pods, are so basically, it comes off the plane and it's a bit like, you know, like they have on Sky Sports News on Deadline Day. They've got people, a couple people waiting, not like hundreds like, of fans. Waiting for Harry Redknapp to pull up. And yeah, yeah. So there's a guy and he's like, he says, you must be very excited to, you know, to how you, you're excited to get going to, to join this club. But they're interviewing this other guy who looks quite fit and svelte. <laughs> he looks quite kind of, you know, ready for action sort of thing. But this other guy just like nods and goes, yeah, yeah. And it's not even a, a language barrier. Then he plays along and he's like, yeah, you can't wait to get going. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Moose is like, it's like like five or six yards away. And he interviews this other guy thinking it's Moose. Moose is there's a McDonald's in terminal and he's yeah, gone. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> He's got a couple of Big Macs on that the go. That is brilliant. Yeah, so play, play. yeah, if people haven't seen that, it is, it is sensational. Moose's um, body double. Yeah, one, one of his entourage. You seen what number he's got? Uh, go on. 99. He's gone for his favourite ice cream, hasn't he? Presumably someone's <laughs> already taken a double bubbly screwball with uh, hundreds of thousands and uh, lots of uh, juice on. Well, I saw the other day that uh, somebody, uh, I think it was the Bladesman, had, had uh, tweeted his, the, the games he's played in the minutes. So he's played 53 games. He's played 1 to 15 minutes, 7. He's played 16 to 30, 22 times. That's his biggest, <laughs> uh, that's his, his biggest kind of, uh, sort of catchment of minutes. And then 31 to 45, 5. 46 to 65. 61 to 75, 11. 
And then he's he's done three games. I can't remember these three games where he's gone seventy six to eighty nine. Yeah, that's is that made up? Sound right. Ninety sound. plus zero. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Although uh, Phil bought balls up, he uh, chipped in that he's created. Na- he's finished ninety minutes twice, and if for under under twenty one, so he's under twenty three. Yeah, well done, lad. You can you can keep up with some kids. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's buggered off. Um. We 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 paid off. Uh, Gediora. Uh. We play like one game, like rivaling John Ebrill for like ineptitude and injury proneness. I think he played that one game at Hull, didn't he? Come on for like half an hour. Yeah. And I played a cup game. I played a cup game. He did all right, same to you, and then just clearly one of, uh, you know, uh, Slavs kind of. I could say henchman. That's a bit harsh, but yeah, like you know what I mean. One of his sort of sort of players to come in that he can, you know, sort of steady steady things. But um, he uh, he went, didn't stay very long. Well, so um, made point, didn't he, on Twitter? And it, this it's a bit of truth in this. I think I, I can't remember who were that said it. So apologies if you're listening and I'm not crediting you. But they said something like, "We've just come. To, we, we paid him sick pay, haven't we?" It's like he's, yeah. he's had, he's had <laughs> this, he's, he knows he wants this operation. He's, he's not got his statutory sick pay is not very good, so he's gone. I don't know. I'll pull a favour with uh, with them them idiots down there. I'll just get some sick pay for doing absolutely bugger all for a few months. Um, and then we we saw the end of uh, Freezy, uh, another tremendous signing. Um, why are Millwall taking all our shit? Like, have we got like he's got some photos of like what's his face uh, in a in like. Compre- what's who's the manager of Millwall? Um, no, one of them, uh, Rower, in it. Yeah, have we got um, some like have we got some like photos of him or something like compromising positions? Like if you don't, if you we're going to release those photos unless you take another one. Who are you giving us this time? <laughs> it's it's an eighth choice midfielder who's about four stone overweight and not played for about two seasons. Oh, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be something there, aren't there? We've lent we've lent them. A tenner or something, and they've not paid it back. <laughs> so you're having this shit, but they're doing us a favour, aren't they? Yeah. Well, we moved. We moved. So we moved. Moose, Gediora, Freeman, Burke, and Olsen went. You know, five players gone out. So it's a hefty chunk. We've probably uh, <laughs> saved in wages, not in uh, in body weight. There's that as well, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, and then obviously Morgan Gibbs White and Ben Davis have, have sort of come back into the squad. We brought Jebison back, uh, which I think was out of necessity with. Bruce to being injured, uh, and then we brought in good, <laughs> good, yeah, spelt, spelt with an e, Ebenezer good yeah. style. Um, yeah, that, I'm not going to pretend to know too much about him. I read uh, good old Roy does the the view from, doesn't he? So okay. virtually all of my opinions of him are taken <laughs> from that, um, which as ever always turns out to be. Unless he's universe, you know, unless he's someone who's clearly a very good player or someone who's absolutely shit, you know, like they did a view mm. from for us for some of these out, you know, like Burke, for example, you, yeah. you wouldn't get many positives there, would you? But it, there's always, it's like massive extremes. Some think he's greatest player ever to have played and he, he should have been given a chance. Others yeah. is an absolute clogger. <laughs> Better suited to that division, that sort, that sort of thing. So he's got, but, he's got, he's not settled on what kind of. Like look, he's got because he's got a strange like curtain hairstyle, but he's flipped back a bit like Ben Davis is. He's another one who's not really sure what he's doing there, but then he's got like a bit of a beard as well. Um, 
and like really massive eyes. Like it's it like, was quite a scary photo. It's like I would say a character it's like, assassinated him there. It, it, now you mention it, it's like it's very much like Ben Davis in a zombie film. You know, like you know, if, after Ben Davis has been bitten and he's turned into something. Is it, is it, now you mention it, it is yeah. So that's what it is. Is uh, Ben Davis is like sort of 20, evil. Twenty eight lone days later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, so we signed him in, which he basically I think what the same as what you did. He's basically someone who's just kicking and edit if he can gets in you and throw it as well. Apparently. All right, another chucker. Another chucker, yeah, which is good since Eki's completely kicked uh, all the chucker out at squad, hasn't he? He <laughs> was injured. He was, he was poorly. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't realise that. Mm. I thought it was very harsh that it's like we've got some better players in now, lad. Off oh. you go. No, I didn't. I'd not caught that. I've had a, oh. I've had a busy week <laughs> looking at sausages up and down A1 and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anything else off the field? I say I've not really been paying much attention, uh, apart from just so I've said the the the, the, the loan movements. It's not really, you know, Brewster out injured, a bit of a bloke, so he's just hit informed. But I've not I've not really seen anything else or heard no. Anything. Well, the, the one other thing I did see were um, Matthew Bell put some on about winding up flashing blade, didn't he? Oh yeah, definitely worth a comment. I've done it. I've come. Just did. <laughs> no, just come, come on. No, no. It, uh, yeah, I mean, as I as I put on the Twitter at the time, I I re- clearly remember my first issue, which was w- when we just done the Derby double in 91, 92, 92, Yeah, when it second game, um, and the, the cover of that with the two scoreboards from the game is like just another Derby double. And my dad spotted it actually. Went, oh, what's this? And I, I'd obviously heard about it. I think you'd bought like one or two issues before that, and um, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about this and mm. got it and like, absolutely loved it. Like really, yeah. really, really well written, weren't it? From that point and through nineties, just some absolutely yeah. brilliant stuff. Fifty p, unbelievable. Like yeah. you know, you could because it was quite thick and like loads, yeah. of, like tiny print. You had, you had to literally <laughs> hold it. Right magnifying glass out. Uh, but no, brilliant read. And when you'd have a, a home game, and those days, I think you were the same as me, used to buy the program. You get program, flashy blade, and then you get green. And like, uh, if you'd won a game, say United won Wednesday last, it was like you didn't know what to, you. You literally like, what? What do I do? What do I do next? Like, what do I read first? Like, just a, a whole myriad of options. You got one eye on the big break, another one like <laughs> frantically flicking between three different. Like reading matters, yeah, but just brilliant, and just that the smell of a new issue, like because yeah. you had to get your face close yeah. to it, like you said, because you just couldn't read the small mm. print. Eat, pouring over that on a winter's night, eating your leftover midget gems from match, mm. brilliant, great memories, just really well written, and it's it's a shame really because obviously, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's, said it's understandable. Yeah, I think it's understandable though because I think fan uh, fanzines generally are sort of gone by the way so I remember when I think you you were there once you used to go in sports pages in London and the one in Manchester and they had like a whole part of the shop that was just fanzines yeah. and it, it, and people would buy them they would go in you'd buy fanzines other clubs and uh, I don't think there are many many going now in printed format I think some of the bigger clubs but they've become more like glossy magazines and that's not really the point to me it's about good writing you know jokes banter um you know, it's, it's like the old Viz magazine, magazine. It's that sort of stuff that's kind of just gone now. You, you've yeah, been able to pick something up and read something. Yeah, a bit more subversive, like proper, like underground almost. Yeah. Almost like, like it was, like like, yeah. like like bit dodgy, weren't it? It yeah. clearly wasn't, but it just felt a bit like 
more, more yeah. underground and more just chucked together. That's not mm. a criticism. It sounds like it is. Like, look at the quality of this. But no, it was just, it was just really good. Really, really good fantasy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, team team tonight. I was surprised there were three changes because uh, we'd had a, a week off. I wouldn't have been as surprised if they'd have made the changes for some games following. You know, the games in close succession. But we had had a week since the last game. Almost. Um, obviously, Robinson was ill. Bruce was out. So I suppose two were fourth. But I was a little bit surprised Horahan came out. Um, Berg and Flecking. Obviously, Ben Davis came in at the back. But I weren't sure how it was going to work. The the midfield people saying, "Oh, we might play Berg further forward, or might do this." He did exactly what he done. What we done in the Premier League, we did it with Berg on the right, Fleck yeah. on the left, no, yeah. in the middle. Berg playing what they what they what they're all calling that John Lundstrom role. <laughs> Just. Being ineffectual on right hand side, yeah, I, I assume that's what they were going to do. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping it'd be something a little bit different because I don't mm. know. He's he's never seemed to work out in that position. Um, and... not, they've not really found a position for him, have they? Though to be fair, it's not no. like you can say, oh, that's his position. We, we, they talked about him playing in Norwood's role. They talked about him playing in the centre. Being, you know, I, I still think I'd like to see him in a a 10 role almost just behind a striker because that you know where he's most dangerous is when he gets forward and we saw that in the second half um but yeah i don't know but um i suppose they're gonna have to rotate a lot of these players for there's so many games they've got seven seven games in february in 22 days so they're all gonna play minutes um and yeah sort of changed it around um, I was a bit concerned when they said it's going to be one of them protests, you know, where we'd had at Coventry a few years ago. Always like whistles and what? What? What was the masks in aid of? What was it symbolising? Oh, I don't even know. All I knew is that they're not happy with their owners and they were going to blow a load of whistles. And I saw masks as well, and I, I, I thought same. I thought, what's this symbolising? And then I just thought, I can't be asked to look it up. I hope you would have. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> May, I, I'm going to make it up. Uh, there's a big thing that they don't even know who the owners are, so maybe it's like faceless, faceless. masked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were quite face. Yeah, mm. but yeah. These, Ima- Ima- right. Imagine not knowing who your owners are, who your, who your chairman <laughs> and your owners are. Yeah, at least they didn't disappear in a puff of smoke like ours. Here I am, and now I'm gone. <laughs> but they're they're very much kind of like you said. They're very much, where's where's money gone and all that, and they're, you know they're struggling. Uh, off the field, but the ground as well. Like I went to Birmingham. We stayed in Birmingham a few years ago, and I went for a bit of a run. Uh, I thought, oh, you, you know, I I love my grounds, even when there's not a game. And I thought, oh, I'll have a run up St Andrews, just just part of my route. Literally, it makes Hillsborough look tidy and you know modern, falling apart. And I weren't surprised this season when they said they've had to shut stands because they were unsafe. Like there's that there's sections at ground that shut, isn't it? Two, yeah. Safe. I mean, it looked like a. a- a COVID game, didn't it? You know, because yeah. I, I, I knew they'd had problems they'd had shut sections, but it weren't until today when I saw it, because obviously I'm, I don't keep tabs mm. on them, I don't watch their games. Thought, What's going on here? And I, I looked up at how, how much they've had shut big sections of two two stands, because, mm. well, safety concerns, and it, you're right. It's, it's, it's just good. stuck in the sort of 80s, early 90s, and, and it's symbolised by them still playing the tamper as they come out. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah. Well, we, we can't complain about you know, <laughs> countdown to kickoff type music, can we? It's like we've had the same stuff for years and years. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, oh, obviously, I was looking forward to the game when Karen Carney said in the studio, "This is going to be a very, very good and interesting game." <laughs> <laughs> Did she say that? 
that's what you said, yeah. The first half was very, very bad and un- uninteresting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting. But well, first 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes or so, they were, I don't know, with. We looked all right and, and like something was going to happen without anything really happening. But then yeah. after that, it just... We started well. No, we won a free kick early. Egan sort of went in brave with header. I thought he might have got kicked, actually, but they sort of cleared it. Um, we had a corner. Berg nearly got in and Etheridge sort of punched it away. And it, we were in complete control, like the ball. We were moving it about. We looked like the home team. They were sort of playing on the break, really. Um I think Hernandez was the one who looked dangerous when they, they sort of just kicked it forward, got on the, and then got on the scraps and um, not scraps you get from fish and chips. Uh, I had any of those for ages. Yeah, still, still do them. Do you think yeah. if I went and asked for scraps, I'd get them? Yeah, well, it depends where you are in country because they don't call them scraps anywhere other than the sort of. What do they call them in Nottingham? Um, oh, I can't even remember. It's something stupid. It's something so stupid. I just, I've not even registered it. Like, what are you talking about? Scraps? Like, crispies, I think. Crispies. Or is that Lincolnshire? I'm a Mrs. is originally from Lincolnshire. So I think it's her that said, or, or her family that said crispies. And then I think they call it something else in Nottinghamshire. They just, yeah. Let us know, listeners. What do they call the. Uh... Scrap. It's like batter, batter material, isn't it? That's sort just of bits left of batter that dropped off and fished out. Off, yeah. <laughs> what do they call the, the batter shit that's left in your chip? Scraps, obviously, in Yorkshire. Uh, any variations for those around around the world listening to us? Probably. But yeah, so he he looked quite quite threatening uh, on the break, Hernandez. But I, I thought Endai was 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 just. Lovely quick feet, body control. I think Andy, uh, former presenter of this pod, uh, just I think he just sent a message, just put hips. He did, he did, <laughs> unless and he I... was listening to Shakira at the time. I don't... <laughs> no, I, we knew what he meant, and he, he's right, isn't he? Because the thing is, though, he's got, he's got the hips, but he's also got a, a bit of sort of beef about him. Say he's, yeah, say he's upper, a upper little slight lad, it's mm. just, it just. He's got the hips moving while he's got the upper body barging. He's like, he's got it all going on, hasn't he? So I don't know what dance that would be, to be honest. Body <laughs> grooving, <laughs> hips moving. <laughs> yeah. Get him on Strictly Come Dancing. But, um, yeah, he's, he's got it all, that lad. He's, I mean, straight from the off, he were our best player, weren't he? Uh, yeah, going back to what you said about Egan, genuinely, I thought that was a proper high foot. That was mm. we, we had a goal disallowed for that you know, earlier, yeah. earlier on in the season, didn't we? It's exactly the same thing. He stooped a little bit, but the foot was up there. And I thought, well, if that's outside penalty area, he'd probably give that, but he's not going to give a penalty for it, is he? It's inconsistent. Don't don't tend to give him when it's the attacking player like that going. But um, yeah, and and, and I just, everything good we did in terms of sort of penetrating play and actually looking like we might do something came from him. And then I think not a lot had really happened. Then it was about 13 minutes. He sort of drifted inside, little sort of body, body sway. Um, I'm doing a body sway now for those who can't see it. Um, and got the right side. And I thought, oh, yeah. And, and I, as soon as he went down, I jumped up, say, penalty! Uh, gotta give a penalty. And then they showed replay, and I was like, oh, it looks like he might have dived then. And to be fair, I, I can kind of see White refting it. He was a little bit blocked off, and it, the contact wasn't as clear as I thought it was. But then obviously, when they slow it down and obviously showed it half time and the breakdown, he definitely clipped the back of his calf whether it was accidental or not he clipped him and it made him go down uh, and it should be a penalty 
Yeah, definite penalty. Uh, I don't know what Inchcliffe run about. But he, <laughs> he tripped himself up, didn't he? He, he but... said, he said, he said, oh, he 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 got he tripped over his own feet. Well, yeah, he did because his his one of his feet were kicked onto his other foot. He couldn't really help it. I think he also then said, Keith Stroud, look at him. He's crouching. He's looking at it. Like, what's that going to do with it? Just because he's, cause you know, he did that sort of position yeah, where yeah, it looked like he's yeah. sat on an invisible bog. And um, <laughs> it's crouching look. Well, what's that got to do with anything? Crouching tiger, hidden penalty. I don't know. <laughs> crouching Stroud. I, absolutely. It just comes out with some shit in Cliff. And, and I know I can't yeah. talk. I've just said some right rubbish, yeah. but I'm not paid for it. Um, and <laughs> yeah, just, I think I, ca- I can see though. When you do look back on the, the analyze it half time, when the contact was made, there was a player in the way, wasn't he? And then obviously, mm-hmm. Indy didn't help himself by trying to stand up, realize he couldn't stand up, and then jumping on floor. Yeah. So it, it looked a bit like a dive towards them, but it would, yeah, bang on penalty. penalty yeah. I, I love the way that Endai does try and stay on his feet as well. And like there were a couple of other times, they, they gave him a bit of hammer early on that, that same player for them, I've forgotten his name, but he, he fouled him quite a few times. Uh, Mengi, um, weren't it? Mengi, is that right? Mengi, Mengi, yeah. Mengi um, the Merciless. <laughs> and I don't think he got much protection. And you saw it the second half, he got a bit frustrated because he, he was trying to play on and they were, some of them weren't even play on. So he could have brought it back and given him the free kick. Yeah. Obviously, um, Stroud didn't realise that we, we were shit at passing it after he played the advantage. But, uh, but no, um, that was a big moment. And then they had one, Hernandez sort of blazed over... Um, couple of we had so much of the ball and worked we kept doing that thing where we work an extra pass we work another pass and think right cross it now okay no you're gonna play it back right you play it back right cross it now cross it oh no you're gonna play it oh we're not gonna bother cross oh we've lost it they've come forward although, although uh, to what, the first quarter of an hour though we were getting it forward that bit quicker it, we we, it, we started slowing down after that first quarter of an hour because they were even saying again commentary teams and the shit they come out with going um yeah because uh under, under uh, Jakanovic, they'd have they'd have taken a lot more passes to get it to there, and then and then we got it again. And he went, yeah, they, they took a lot more. And then Fleck just booted it straight out of play from about halfway line, and it's like, yeah, we less passes to kick it out. But then you're right, yeah. After that first quarter of an hour or so, we started we started to do that Jakanovic style yeah. of just playing yeah. too much, and uh, we've done it too really slow. well in the bottom slow. to get it forward. Yeah, but yeah, just just slowed it down far too much that. Second, well, I'm going to say second half at first half, but it was mostly yeah. first half. I mean, we were still for the for the first half hour. It was all United possession. We looked in control, but it was like we we ought to try and uh, have a shot or cross a ball in the box or do something. And it seemed it were like just passing for passing sake. And it was like, come on, somebody's got to. Like last week, Bogle was the main threat for United going forward down down the right, and I don't I don't think he had a great first half, including one moment where he he, he kicked the ball on, onto his other foot and out. You see that? I, I think it it was one of them that it hit his standing foot, didn't it? I think, <laughs> yeah. and then so then he just sort of swung at it and he just kicked it straight at keeper. I think, and it weren't very good, but he, he was more of a threat for them, weren't he? That back pass he did as well just before that. Oh yeah, it was just bouncing around on its way back to uh, old fodders. Yeah, and Fodder sort of he didn't have the steadiest first half. He kicked that one out, and then I think there was one where they put a cross in, uh, and he did a bit of a Superman, didn't he? Um, but but so, yeah. yeah, and he sort of missed it, and then awful finish from them where they sort of played it, but played it back, and he booted it further away from Golden where he was <laughs> started that Pedersen. Uh, yeah, it was there were a bit first half where Basham were just walking with it. 
I don't know whether you saw it. It was like walking football. It just literally was just walking. It's like, this is awful. It's like, somebody please try and drive or create something. Um, it, it did just peter out that first half. There was just nothing, nothing really happening at all. And uh, we, we'd been the better team for half an hour. They'd had a good last 15. Uh, as I say, Hernandez had been the sort of threat. He'd had one cross that Fleck had sort of cleared. Um, but there was nothing clear at all. And I said that one awful chance from Pedersen where he missed. But it, yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty dire that first half. Yep, very, very boring, really. And not not like say not a lot happened at all. We, we barely had a shot. Well, we didn't have a shot, did we? Zero shots. That's yeah. came up. Yeah, so zero shots on goal and off goal. They claimed they'd had a couple of shots. Yeah, I, I didn't really claim, claim they'd had a couple of shots, but I I can't did, apart they, from that, that slice. Oh, they, two didn't they? The slice wide from Hernandez and that one I just described. Yeah, so that yeah, you've described both of them already. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm talking they didn't exist. <laughs> they deserve they deserve not to exist. But no, second half we it, it like it was just like both teams had just said oh fuck it, we might as well have a go now. And it was like end-to-end, like lots of chances. Uh, we started really well after the, the break. Um, uh, well, I think they'd had a they'd had a shot early on. Bakuna had a shot that was blocked. And then we just had a really good spell for about five minutes where, um, and, you know, it started with Endai grappling with that Pedersen. And I think Sharp came running in. I quite like that, Sharp running in and shoving him because he was like sticking up for his young teammate. Obviously a daft booking, but I still thought that was good. Like, because we said all season we don't have any leadership. There's nobody getting rallying the team, and I, th- I thought that was quite. A, I don't know. It seemed to symbolise us lifting things at that that moment. Yeah. What What you mean is we, we need more bully bullying going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And the sharp had a shot sort of where he sort of turned his man, and he'd done nothing first. Like he was behind his man. He was offside. He wasn't a threat, and he started being the aggressor in terms of winning. Winning the coming to the ball and winning it and using a bit of his sort of strength, sticking his arse in. He had that shot that was wide. Um, then we had a, a you know really good mover and die flicked it on. Sharp found Berg, played in Fleck, took ages to get his shot away. Like, why is he taking touches? And, and it got blocked. Uh, and, and die had a shot, flicked over the bar. It's like, right, we, we looked like we were going to perhaps score at that point up to think between about 50 and 55. Yeah, just it was, it was just. We should have scored one of them. I mean, it was the flight one, really. That's the one we should have scored. But they were, it, you just thought, oh, it's only a matter of time before there's a goal here. Obviously, it <laughs> was right. only a matter of time before there's a goal. But we, we just looked like every time we come forward, we're going we're gonna to score. And it, obviously, that was a huge improvement on first half. And yeah, they just all seemed to raise it a little bit, didn't they? Because I thought first half, mm. Sharp just weren't involved at all. And then, like you say, first five, ten minutes at second half, it was just... It were involved in everything, be that mm. squaring up someone or having a shot or playing someone in. But it, it, it just went from, yeah, not much involvement to just sort of spearheading everything for a bit. Then, then they had a, a sort of a bit of a spell again, a lot of kind of throw ins and set plays, um, sort of Roberts throws. But there was one ball that came in and, well, he's Bogle's basically punched it clear, hasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's no other way to describe it, really. Yeah, he got away with that a little bit, didn't he? I, I could again. I'm going to defend Stroud a bit here. I know you went in the early on that one, but it was quite hard to see because he's gone up like, and he's almost hiding his hand behind the man, sort of thing. So it, it probably quite a difficult one. So I know Bowie's going to come out and say, "Oh, definite pay." Like we're saying, the first one was definite pay, but 
I, I wouldn't have a huge go at the ref on those two. Yeah, they are both penalties, and technically he's missed them both, so he's not doing his job. But they but did not the easiest to spot at real time live. Yeah, I, I would defend him a bit. You have done. I don't. Is I think he's a bit of a shit. <laughs> incompetent. He's, he's incompetent, and he, and every time we do a podcast after he's he's officiated one of our games, we talk about him more than half our players, which. I suppose, given involvement of some of them, is not a surprise. But, yeah, I suppose I, the, the one thing you can say to him, to be kind, is that it's evened out. He missed one both ways. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Equally shit. Equally. He was shit for everyone. Yeah. If you're going to be shit, be consistently shit across the board. Change me mind, yeah. He's, he's absolutely useless. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then the goal reminded me of the goals we were conceding early in the season. Uh, you know, when, like, teams are just, like, get it, in a, like... In their own half, they just play one pass forward, and it's like they're in here. It's like where, where's all our team gone? Like like schoolboy football. Like well, we must have another. You know when the camera pans across, you think, oh, there must be another man <laughs> coming in. It'll be two or three. Well, he'll, he'll be. <laughs> he'll come in in a minute. It's like there's nobody there. I mean, it's quite quick. Um, it was Bakuna, wasn't it, that ran through, and it's like no one's challenging. And then. Like they had two men back, and then the other two, Bogle and Norris Davis, like miles forward. They were in any kind of shape or line, played in Taylor. And I thought, well, someone will go to him or try and and they just stood there. I mean, again, we love Bash, but it's like you got to go to the ball there. And what he did, Bash, is he managed to make a nice little shield between Taylor and and and, and Fodringham. Um, so he could just curl it between. I mean, it was a good finish, it was a good finish, but he didn't get challenged and he just like basically get showed him where to kick it. Yeah, good James Shields, man. It, I, I, yeah, you're right. It was very sort of you kind of itch Vindaloo football times, weren't it? Where we just get mm. caught and yeah, David Davis got sucked in a bit, didn't he? And then once he he ended up like practically on halfway line, didn't yeah. he? But, but beaten. So then yeah, it was just it it were however many they got forward on two and then yeah, two. Yeah. To be fair to him, didn't really stand much of a chance because. What do you do with Eagles to when you've got sort of three players bearing down on you? But I tell you what, you don't do. You don't go to. You don't just not go to any of them like they did. Yeah. So, but but yeah. the worrying thing is, it was one one pass for one run forward and one pass, and a player's almost like in on goal. I know they were men back, but they couldn't. Like you say, it was difficult for them to affect the game in some ways. Uh, anyway, it's gone to penalties, Middlesbrough Man U. Uh, I can bring you some uh, live coverage as as it happened. You like. Uh, you like one of them that can't let Wilder go, aren't you? <laughs> What's Chris doing? Oh, he could have been doing this for us. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Middlesbrough have just scored the first penalty. Paddy McNair past Dean Henderson. I'll, I'll keep you updated. Maybe not every penalty. Because <laughs> when you're listening back to this in three days, it's like, oh, I didn't know what happened in that penalty shootout. It's great, great coverage. But I'll, I'll keep you... I didn't care then, and I don't care now. That's yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll keep you updated if anybody misses. That That's fair enough, oh, isn't that's, it? That's, that's good. That's that's the kind of sort of coverage and uh, reporting that that you can't pay for, luckily. Uh, so, um, yeah, so we, we're, we're behind, and it's just like a game, really, we, we should have been, I don't know, even though we didn't have a chance first off, I just felt like it was sort of team that we like just groaning, so, oh god, I put, we're gonna be beating teams like this. These are rubbish. We'll be putting teams away like this, and then we're behind. And then a minute later, should have been two. Like just gone through us again, like knife through butter. Like where, where's Same defense thing. gone? Like literally one ball, and they're in, and, and then it's transferred over to the right. And it's like he's gonna score it. 
Oh, Wes left all of his goals to shoot at. It was one of them where he left all his goals to shoot at. And then he, he put it to the bit where he was stunned. I think he was a genius goalkeeper, weren't it? It was, it was up there with that mind games of Rich Michael when he pretended to do an offside yeah. and put his hand up. Like, he must have just looked up and gone, what's going on here? He can't, he must be trying to fool me. I'll tell you what, I'll kick it straight at him. So, yeah, we got big time, got away with that one. Should have been yeah, two, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it should have been two nil. I'd have been fuming if that had gone in. Uh, but instantly, straight after that, uh, I mean, fair, they actually got it right, commentators, weren't they? They were like, that could be a pivotal moment. They're going to regret that. And I'm like, they're not going to regret that. We're playing shit. We've gone to pot here after we'd had that good good five, ten minutes. Um, they were right because we scored straight after it. Yeah. Love, I mean, we, we were sort of slagging Berg off a bit, weren't we? Saying he weren't sort of involved. He was ineffectual you know. and he was just jogging. He, he weren't really... He weren't really getting getting to the ball and he weren't really doing things that you know I want him to do, which is drive at play, influence the game. He, he was just all a bit all a bit kind of just mm. well I think we said mm. it on texting we I think mm, sums it up passive and lazy, like really yeah. not trying to get involved, but also almost hiding as well and not mm. not not even running off ball and stuff. And yeah, just I was thinking is it'll be bringing him off at some point, but fair play to him. Got on, got yeah. on the ball and lovely through ball to Indai. I mean, obviously when Indai they got it. <laughs> well, did you see him? He almost like a bit like that Stevens on the other week. He like, oh, oh, oh. But to be fair, it, it, the ball was good because it was to Endai, but then Sharp just reacted quicker than Endai to it. Uh, yeah. And to, to be fair, that was a cracking finish. Really good finish that. Um, it's your classic yeah. Billy Sharp finish, you know. The ones that I keep flip flopping on, whether he scores or not. Yeah, <laughs> but, but peak Billy Sharp never missed them, and yeah, he didn't miss it tonight. Just, just brilliant. A lot, a lot of players do miss them. Don't even get in the right positions or don't know what to do when they get there. But yeah, just the awareness and run and just everything. We talked about it in the last pod, didn't we? He's just, I think his brain just works in a, in a certain way. Yeah, he makes yeah. the right runs, anticipates things, knows exactly where goal is, and he's just just brilliant finisher when he's when he's on form like that yeah and, and so i think when he gets a goal like like that it almost like galvanizes him to to go and do more stuff and he becomes more like determined and you know after that um i think there were you know quite a few moments where he he were like stronger than bigger players like you know roberts and whoever else was there he was like wrestling him off ball and set, setting his own i think he had another moment where he played i think bergen later on for a uh, oh, that might have been after the goal, actually. But it was just lots of things he did where he, he, you know, he was influenced the game and they were struggling to hold him up. Um, but yeah, it did completely kind of turn the game that that goal. I think there was a bit of a spell after that five minutes where not a lot happened either way, but it, it became open. But you just sense United thought actually, you know, we've got away with one when it was one nil, and then they missed a chance, and uh, they kind of all upped it and. I think you mentioned Berg. Fleck was another one. They just look—they look quite sluggish and unfit, and kind of mat, you know, just just not not match sharp. And I just—I was like you, were like he's going to have to take one or two of them off, perhaps. But they actually got stronger those two as the game went on, uh, particularly Berg. And and you know, I thought Berg had an excellent second half. I thought he was one of the best players on the pitch second half. Yeah. The, well, we said it as well that on text. I don't know if we mentioned it earlier that well, I did actually. That first half, I don't think Sharp did a did a lot. He, he had that head back to Ndai when he weren't really ready almost, you know, that mm. deep cross from Norwood first half, which we mentioned it, and Sharp headed it back yeah. and almost like yeah. it and Ndai like, oh, I'm not ready. Can we can we do that again? 
apart from that, it didn't do a lot. And I thought it was going to be one of them games again. But you're right. They were, they were like, straight after half-time, then certainly straight after the goal, we just all grew. And loads of players that I thought they've not really done a lot, even sort of Basham, just mm. suddenly start coming into it again. And I mean, right now, Basham did two absolutely amazing things, like one after another. Well, I say amazing. The first one with brilliant skill, then he just booted it forward. Yeah. But then to be it, fair, even even Hinchcliffe made a bit of a gag about that, and, just said, <laughs> and that's why we've cut it off. Cut it just before <laughs> we played ball. But then straight after that as well, well, with a couple of minutes later, proper old school Basham run, just almost like they couldn't, they didn't know what to deal with him or whatever. He just powering down that right hand side, no one even getting anywhere near him. And yeah, it was good to see. We just just all improved, didn't they? It's gone to that this is the fifth penalty nobody's missed so you've missed nothing those that listened to this three or four days after it's <laughs> happened uh, center half second fifth one for Middlesbrough oh, I think it's, it's missed Sol Bamba oh guaranteed miss Henderson's junk like sort of going up and up up, up and down side to side um, it's going to be a miss no booted it right into bottom corner so uh, last penalties man you so if they miss uh they're out, so uh, I'll I'll let you know in 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 a minute, three or four days after the event. Wild is going to win cup. He could have been doing that with us. Oh no! Still got that stupid. He's wearing like a trench coat now, isn't he? Have you seen that? Yeah, like as like a like a zip up kind of. You know, one of those half zip fleeces underneath. So he's like he's like smart with his coat, but then he's got a scruffy top on underneath. Uh, yeah, so it looks a bit like a flasher. Bit like, but he's wearing. I think he's wearing like trousers because he, he he went to like. Track, yeah. <laughs> he's a flasher. It's a good job he's wearing trousers. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he was tracky bottom wearer, weren't he? Uh, yeah, that is a ridiculous penalty. Like, uh, what's his face? Um, forgotten his name. Portuguese guy, not Ronaldo. The other one. It's good. Good commentary. This, isn't it? <laughs> Can't remember his name. Fernand. Is it Fernandez? Bruno Fernandez. You don't know. Yeah. He literally stopped. Goalies just literally dived as he stopped. And then he just passed it into the other side. So it's going to sudden death. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep you informed. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be interested to hear about that. Anyway, back to our game. Um, we had a really good chance just after that bashing bit, bit of skill where Endaya again just sort of drifting inside, um, worked a bit of space, came away from his man, played it beautifully for Fleck. And Fleck sent a, a nice little back pass to Keeper. Yeah, he's, I, yeah, he's, all you can say about him is he's, maybe he's not match fit because he's had two really good opportunities. Yeah. And that first one was a better one, but this one he should have done a lot better. And yeah, back pass basically. Mm. Oh, yeah, we weren't very happy with that. We're like, oh, come on, that's a really good chance. Um, but it weren't long after we, we scored it in about 74, I think the, the, the goal was. Um, Big boot forward and Sharp was just offside on the big boot forward. You know, yeah. I, I can't disagree with Bowie there. But what I will say is it was marginal and their players cleared it. And yeah, it might have been offside, but a lot's happened after that, even if, yeah, technically he's offside. But there's loads that's happened after that. And you could argue it's another phase of play anyway. Granted, he should have blown it up. There shouldn't have been another phase of play. But um, what, what do you think on the, off, I on think the original? We got away with it. I think we got away with it a bit because... The keep sort of edited it and it's immediately gone back to us, hasn't it? I think it went mm. straight back to Burger. It's not like there's been no advantage. They couldn't you know, they couldn't gain anything from it. And yeah, 
letter of the law, they should have just pulled it back. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, I'm glad they didn't for multiple reasons, especially to see Bowyer getting more and more red <laughs> and angry. Very patient man, isn't he? Uh, oh, you know. yeah, he's renowned <laughs> for his uh, his calm demeanour and uh, exceptional patience. Yeah, but um, we sort of, we got all of the ball. I think Berg had it originally, it went to Bogle, uh, Nord was involved and then played it in, like, just really patient, neat football and slipped it to Fleck and I was like, I would get really annoyed, even though we scored. I was convinced we'd messed it up because, like, Fleck took forever to play the ball. Then he plays like, he's offside, you idiot. You probably might have said the same as me. Like, like what are you doing? And Bogle, I thought, you've run too far ahead of the ball. He's took too long to play it. And then when Bogle went to finish, I was like, it looked like he'd messed it up a bit because he kind of got it stuck on his feet. But um, very reminiscent of that Bristol Rovers goal uh, yeah. last year uh, where he sort of slipped it close to the keeper un- sort of under his body. Uh, but I, I was confident. As soon as he put it in, I, d- I, didn't even, I didn't celebrate one bit. I was convinced. Well, all players, literally, even like turned to linesman because I, I just, it just looked offside. You know, some goals just look offside. Yeah. Um, did, did you, what do you think? Well, unfortunately, because I was watching it via the medium of uh, Sky Go, I was about a minute behind and I'd ah, accidentally got my right. phone the right way up. I can only turn it over so I can't see you okay. what's spoiling it. If, if you're quick to text, it comes through before I've seen mm. it. And um, I saw a text flash up and then we attacked straight away and I thought, oh, we're going to score here, I bet. So I, I would I would cheer him. It <laughs> weren't you me. Could, you could, I think it ran I think it's the greatest uh. goal in history, didn't he? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not, not, not one for, um, for going over the top that line, is he? <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, when you watch it back, I, I, I was a... I agree with you. But seeing it in real time, I thought mm. he's cut that up. He's took too long with that. He's waited for him to run offside, and he's cocked it up with the pass, and he's got it stuck under his feet. And oh, he's scored! And then when you watch it back, and then you see... turn around, what a goal! What football, <laughs> patient stuff, clever pass, just beat the offside trap, a lovely finish, a great team goal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly word for word what I said to my wife, who uh, who, who fully agreed with me. No, no, I mean, yeah, it, it was. All those things, but you just in in the in the moment you think, oh, it's probably gone wrong, so it's going to go wrong. And just, I think that's just my pessimistic nature, kind of guy that yeah. goes to a goes to a cemetery on his day off. But no, uh, great goal, and like to, like you, massive turncoat, like what a goal, fantastic United. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry, uh, my new players just absolutely twatted it about twenty yards over at bar. So they threw that then, Middlesbrough. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Who's their manager? He's going <laughs> to win it. He's going to win Cup. Yeah. Pretty good win, though, to be fair, because I think Man U had a fair, you know, fair, fair smattering of players. Uh, well, reserve players goalkeeper out, in back so. towns a bit. Um, yeah. Joanna Lumley going mad, the keeper. I don't know. He <laughs> didn't do anything. He just booted it over. But I think he was a young, young lad. I've not seen him before, but it, like my loads of brilliant penalties in top corner for both teams. And then this guy's just tried it over the bar. Uh, yeah. Won twice at Old Trafford while they're in, uh, in a year. God. Wilder, wilder, wilder. You, you, you... <laughs> Get him back. Oh, Prince, what have you done? You've ruined our club. Uh, now, fair, good luck to the lad, as, as they say. Yeah, so there, yeah, that's done. Uh, I hope you enjoyed but, our coverage of, uh, of, of Middlesbrough against Man United. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so great goal. Um, and time seemed to go because re- it was quite end to end that second half, and there were like it was a bit basketball game, but obviously they'd had a, we'd had a spell, then they'd had a spell and scored and could have scored two, and then we'd had a really good spell when we scored and had a couple of other chances. I think Berg had a shot blocked after Sharp had, had, had done well, and it was before you knew it, you were like, but yeah, there's only ten minutes left, and. We, we made a few changes um, and Dayu, I thought, had an excellent game, came off um, for McBurney. Yeah, McBurney. Yeah. Um, I thought McBurney was really good when he came on. You know, yeah. I'll call it as I see it. Sometimes you go in on players and you pigeonhole players. I thought he was excellent when he came on. I don't think he did anything wrong. He held the ball up. He bought free kicks. He threw it down the, the channels. He was strong, intelligent, sensible. I, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, lovely cameo. Just exactly what we needed from him. The yep. kind of player that if if he does what he, you know, he's supposed to put himself mm. apart a bit and be aggressive and stuff. That's what he does, McBurney. But he never seems to. But he did exactly what he needed mm. to do. Knocked them about a bit when you know didn't give him a minute. Like you say, one throw-ins, free kicks. You know, held the ball up. Just yeah, did exactly what we needed mm. him to do to sort of run the clock down a bit. I thought. Brilliant, lovely coming. The, the opposite of McGoldrick, who came on, yeah, lost exactly. it, lost it on halfway. Instead, like he just pressed, I was like, he's done it again, like just giving the ball away. And then he had a really crap shot, like <laughs> when we needed to keep the ball, and he just back passed it to keeper. And he's like, what are you doing? Uh, to be fair, I can't have a go at him for the one where keeper came out. What were he doing, keeper? Why do I dribble around like three men? It was FIFA, weren't it? it was like when you, <laughs> when you when you get your goal and you think I'm going to score with my goalie, and I thought. He's, he's an idiot, him. But he's going to get rid of it now. <laughs> nope, he came over halfway. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> and then McGoldrick won it. And he's like, shoot, shoot. And I thought, shoot from there. He can't score from 10 yards. He's not going to score from halfway line. Uh, I don't know why that player was trying to fa- frantically trying to foul him, weren't he? I was just like, just leave him. He'll make a mess of this and you'll get the ball back in a minute. But he fouled him, didn't he? We're perfect in yeah. the end. Yeah, exactly what we needed. Well, <laughs> what we needed to do, like previously, like you say, we're either hold on to it or hit it as hard as he could, so it went in, in crowd. But he, yeah. he sort of p-rolled it back <laughs> to goalie. And yeah, why did he panic? Like I say, he'd seen that shot from twenty yards that barely reached the goal, and he's, he's really not going to get it in from halfway, is he? But yep, worked well in our favour, and that was kind of it then, weren't it? We yeah, that, it that five minutes because when it five, I would take you saying because we've done it all season, haven't we? Where we've given so many late goals away, a lot seemingly, um, you know, to go to two two seem to be a lot of two twos with you know a couple of Preston. Yeah. I mean, a few others where we've just chucked away points, and I just thought they put uh, Djokovic up, and they'd got a few other players. I thought they're going to get long throw, free kick. We, we're going to make, we're going to do something stupid here, but they didn't really threaten to be honest. Um, they just they just kind of just ran out of steam and it, it, in the end we we managed it and I do think 2-1 over the course game even though you know that two decisions have gone for us and one decision went for them I actually think you know 2-1 in decisions for us but I, I do think over the course of the game and, and decent chances yeah, I know they had the good one at 1-0 but I think we were the better team I, th- I think we we had more of the ball uh, we had more of the kind of key passages and I think it's probably about right 2-1 yeah, I'd agree with that. We because first half, absolutely nothing happened, and you could argue they had the only two shots, but we had but by we were the far the team. most possession. We were the better team. They, I know they had the shots, but didn't really mm. threaten. Whereas we looked like we might almost threaten, even though we never did. Mm. And you know, we were much the better team first half. Second half, we're quite 
in total were probably quite even, you know, because like mm. you said, they had that spell and could have been 2 0, but no, we deserved it. I think so. From, from the equaliser, I don't think they did no. very much at all. They, were no, they didn't have a spell um, after that once. I can't remember uh, really. Uh, they had a couple of corners again, but I, I can't remember. The only thing I was groaning about is when we kept kicking out throws, like, stop <laughs> kicking it out for throws, like, you stupid idiot, like, he's going to chuck it in now. But they, to be fair, they, 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 they didn't. didn't. Uh, they didn't. Well, they didn't do anything with it. Once, yeah, you're right. Once we got on top that second time, we stayed on mm. top, and that sounds sounds like I'm going back to me sex superstars on A1. Then, it? We got on top and stayed on top, um, asserted our dominance, but we did. And yeah, two one, fully deserved. I know he's gonna. I've not seen. I didn't see any interviews with him, or you know, I've not seen anything since Bowyer. But God. I mean, he looks like a Britain first Arsene Wenger, doesn't he, in that coat? You know what I mean? He's got, he's got like, it's almost like a knockoff version of Wenger's old coat, you know, that sleeping bag thing. Yeah. It's even got a shit and Nike logo. It's got like the old school 80s one, like it's been sewn on. <laughs> Bright red face, just... These Ranting rap, and rap, raving. They used to call him Rat Boy, didn't they, when he used to play? Yeah. It's like, he's more of a rat man now, which is <laughs> not a film I'd want to go and see, but it's just constant. Just a horrible human, isn't he? Lovely to well, see. He that. got booked on the goal. He's moaning and groaning, and I assume about the sharp one rather than the the, the Bogle one, because obviously that that was clearly onside. But still, at the end, he's like a bit worn out. He was like ranting, raving, and ref like just trying to ignore it. Then he went away. Then he went back again. Just like just go away, just go away. But um, but yeah, not nice, nice to win there. We haven't won there since um, before the millennium not i've never seen it i've been a few times and never seen i don't think i've even seen a score there so oh i saw duffy score there i was with uh was with young simon hill and uh <laughs> we were quite drunk but i saw duffy score with a 2-1 defeat uh i don't think i've ever seen his win there um not a great record um as, as i've just described but yeah um i don't think we've won at villa either um when it cupped in, we when Flynn scored. Okay, yeah, no, I've you completely uh, put done that you. to bed. But but no, like league games, league games. I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember as winning many many games. Uh, you know, either of those teams. You're going back to like probably even like Warnock days, or yeah. you know, not, late nineties. Uh, remember as winning there on Boxing Day once. A couple of other games around that spell, but yeah, uh, big big win. I'm like, oh, we're really moving up now. Looked at table, <laughs> exactly the same position, pretty much. But we've we've got more points. We've clawed some points up, haven't we? I mean, we it's looking all right now, isn't it? I mean, we can easily cock it up again. But yeah, three what three points off playoffs? Yeah. With I'm two... playing a team in the playoffs uh, on yeah. on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, I know Steve Bruce has been. I could have done without them changing the manager and Bruce coming in because as much as Bruce gets criticised. To be fair to him, he's a solid manager. At, you know, lower prem, top championship. Very solid. He, no, well, yeah. The kit man won't be happy. Get some XXL promo coats ordered in. But he does get teams. He'll get them organised. He'll get them defending. He'll get them doing all the things. You know, he's a bit of a, a Warnock and Allardyce. He, he gets teams playing to a system and gets... And I, I would pre- I preferred him not to have come in before we played him or, you know, it's that new manager bounce, and particularly him. So it's going to be tough on Wednesday. They've, they've been really struggling, but they have got some good players. They're a very physical side. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he, McBurney gets a start, actually, in this one. Um, rotates things around. Billy may get, I know he, he did well second, but may get a rest. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we get a result in that one. You know, 
a big crowd under the lights. Um, we win that one and we're right in there, your sixth, seventh place, because there's, there's not many games this weekend because of the Cup. Yep. There's obviously a few in the midweek next week. I don't think it's a full programme, you know, and then you've got Uddersfield, another team right there in sixth. Yep. They are, you know, tonight was a big game because it's now says to me, actually, we, we have got a chance now of, of like pushing on. It's not going to be just a, a meaningless end to the season. Unless we lose the next two, um, but um, they're two big games. These next because they're playing teams around around them as well. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's it's, do, it's doing well. Any six six wins in nine, three in three and three, beating teams again that would expect to beat. Yeah, this is it. I mean, we've we we beating teams either around us or below us, aren't we? We we don't seem to do it against those above us, and that yeah, as you've just said, we've got a chance to do that next two games. Um, yeah, get points against them, and we probably will find ourselves in playoffs. Yeah, uh, playoff yeah. position. Oh, if you could take four points from West Brom and Huddersfield, then you know, then you've got a run of some games. I think they've got Swansea and they've got like three games in a row at home. I think Swansea, Hull, and possibly Forest. But I think they, well, they've got eleven of eleven of nineteen. I think left it's at home. Maybe like twelve yeah. of nineteen. Yeah. It's ridiculous how many home games we've got left because we've just done. Like uh, five out of six away, yeah. and we'd already got more home games we had to play before because obviously all the postponements and stuff. So um, if we're gonna not make it, it's gonna be our form at Bramall Lane, and we are playing a lot of the better teams at Bramall Lane. But I think that also is, is I'd rather see us play some of the, the better teams in a good atmosphere rather than you know games against like Luton and you know Coventry and stuff like that. I'm, I'm hoping it'll get the crowd going because it has been quiet this season yeah it's been pretty flat at the line to be fair but yeah I mean the results are coming now and hopefully the crowds will get in and get behind them and like like you say when when it's a bigger occasion playing mm-hmm. a team that's around us or above us then yeah it, it's it's all to play for mm. but yeah um, as my son said when we scored the second goal they should play they should play to the whistle Birmingham well, <laughs> Rather than blowing the whistles, yeah, well, exactly. They got yeah. bored of it. They were doing it for five minutes, and then they just—I think they just got bored of it, didn't they? The only it's, ones it's that quite... were still doing it as as game went on, it were really obviously not the referees. Whistle. With them, you could hear it with them really plasticky ones you get when you with the, yeah, you know, when you've got like when you're five and someone buys you a, a, a police play kit or something like a plastic whistle, and uh, yeah, they just come past because they, they occasionally did it when we attacked, but. Knock stuffing out of him with our relentless no shots in that first half. <laughs> uh, who 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 was you? What would you say your man of the match is? I mean, I think uh, I thought Davis and I thought Davis had a really good game, and I actually thought I've been calling him. I thought Norrington Davis had a sticky first twenty. I thought he, I thought he was really good after that. I thought he had a good game, some good tackles. He didn't do anything massive going forward, but I th- I thought he had a. De- I actually thought he was better than Bogle for, for a lot of the game. Was, it was much better first spell. half. I mean, like because that that first half, like you say, it were sticky is a good word at, at times. Mm. Bogle especially, I thought I thought Bogle were quite poor first half actually, mm. but Norrington yeah. Davis, yeah, I, did nothing wrong because I. I know we've called him a few times and, and it, they come down that side a couple of times. I thought, oh, here we go. Colin's going to get better in here. And he didn't. He had Colin in his pocket, didn't he? Um, I, I think he, he did all right. Um, I think I think a few of them did. I think, obviously, for me, it's going to be an entire... I think don't think you can look past him for man. Imagine having, like, Warnock at Colin in your pocket. It's like that... Grand, <laughs> gra- is it Grandpa in your pocket, that kid's programme? 
don't know. I'd rather not yeah. think about it. Who was Grandpa in your pocket? What was the actor? James. It's an old guy. For those who who have like got younger children, and you may have like it was a program that was on either CBBS, and there was like a a granddad, uh, and basically he made himself little, and the kid could put him in his pocket. He's called grand, <laughs> Grandpa Grandpa in your pocket. Honestly, this true, true, true program. True program. Colin in your pocket. Colin in your pocket. <laughs> Moaning but, about uh, referees from these muffled yeah. noises coming from down. Referee! You've got, got to see that. But uh, no, I, I thought Basque was a bit a bit strange. One of his odd performances. He did some good things and some weird things. I thought, I thought Davis, Davis played really well, actually. I thought that was one of the best he's played for us. He read the game well, made some good blocks and tackles. Uh, Egan, good defensively, did his usual heading it over from, from yeah. a couple of yards under no pressure. But the defence overall, apart from that five minutes where they just got cut apart, but whether that was just the whole shape of the team in the midfield as Mr. Defence, I thought I thought were okay. Where's a bit up and down. Midfield were just, I don't know, just inconsistent throughout the game, I felt. Yeah, that's inconsistent the right word because Norwood, it would just constantly inconsistent consistently inconsistent he'd yeah. just do something absolutely appalling and then he, he he played a couple of the balls in for some of our half chances yeah, first half but then he'd boot one out from a corner and then next minute he'd play a great <laughs> ball and he was just constantly up and down yeah. whereas other two were more abject for entire periods and then just played their way into it towards yeah. the end yeah. um so yeah. a lot of inconsistent performances yeah. but no, no one no one awful tonight which, which is no and, I, and I, I do think you know i've gotten in on berg but uh a lot since we've signed him i, I thought second half he was really good i thought he yeah. he he kind of led the kind of comeback with a lot of his he got on the ball he won some free kicks he drove down the side did all, i was like come on they can't there was one again where he just shrugged someone off. It's like they can't hold you up. You're too big. You're too big. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like you're not going to be able to stop him. Like if if he runs at him, and sometimes he's a bit too passive instead of driving at players because that they're terrified of him when he when he drives them. They're like grabbing hold of him. Um, I, th- I thought Endai throughout, and we've talked. We've already talked about Sharp. Not not so good first half, and had a really good second half. But I think Endai was my probably man of the match. I thought he was a constant threat, running with a ball, causing problems. Yeah, he went off early, but um, just a really good football. He's still got to do a bit more with his end product and be a bit more, I don't know, a bit more sure with what he does in that final third. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say he was my man of the match. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it, it possibly, it, yeah, he had a couple, he had that one where Sharp had it back, he didn't seem to be ready. And then second half, he had that one where he just he sort of cut inside onto his left and just belted it. And yeah, got, one of their defenders had it cleared in. Yeah. He could have done a bit better on both of them, but that aside, I think he were like practically faultless. He was just just constantly involved, bringing people in. I just, yeah, he's, he's, we've got to, we've got to take care of him, haven't we? Yeah. Because he's still young. We've got to, we've got to get him a lot of minutes mm. between now and end of season. There's, there's there's a really good player uh, there, and you know already you can see that. But if he keeps developing, gets fitter, and uh, you know m- where he can play ninety minutes, and and you know he's a bit better with his farm decisions, then uh, it, he's going to be a really good player for someone like Arsenal or ever. Yeah, <laughs> we said it last week, didn't we? So we keep doing that gag. We'll keep changing the team, though. Yeah. <laughs> But no, a good win, and it's nice to do it on a Friday. Enjoy the enjoy the rest of your weekend, so to speak. And uh, and uh, yeah, we've got a home game. It seems ages again since the last home game. It's probably only a fortnight. But uh, Wednesday night, will you be coming? Uh, oh yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably go to work. Uh, oh, yeah, 
and, and yeah, because I've. I think we. I think we're doing a phase return to work oh, soon or something. But yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll meet you for a coffee, maybe. Yeah. yeah well. Or, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still off, right? Maybe you should come out of drinking retirement. Uh, well. Yeah. I might do. It depends. Depends. How I've, I'll try and get away from work a bit earlier on. Uh, it's Wednesday, isn't it? Why are we playing Wednesday? Um. A Wednesday. Oh, playing Wednesday I think Wednesday yeah. playing Tuesday. Which oh. that pisses me off because A, it's in the bloody name, isn't it? They should be playing yeah. on Wednesday. But B, they always used to. It was always yeah, United on a Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday on a Wednesday, or that midweek team on midweek, sorry. Um, and yeah, it pisses me off that they decided they want to play on Tuesdays now. That's our day. We bags did that one. Get out of it, you wankers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so much. See, we, we, we could do it, could do a pre match pod. No one wants to hear that. Let, okay, let us know if you want to hear that. I know you don't. <laughs> so I look forward to you saying don't do no. that. Yeah, it'd be good to be inside Bramall Lane, like where it, it, for the first time for a while, it feels because we it was so bad last season and we were never looking like we we're going to get out of it. Uh, obviously, we weren't at the games. And then even this season, it's it's not been great. And even when we were winning a few weeks ago in Heckingbottom, we're still well down. Now it's like you can see you can see a bit of a, oh, you know, we're, we're right there now if we, if we win, win a couple more. And, uh, yeah, and obviously we'll lose on Wednesday. I'll be like, oh, we're back. We're back in twelfth now. We'll be moaning again. Oh, we're miles off from now, and we've been, we're squandering them games that aren't squandering. Bloody Bruce, he's done it again over. Yeah, but no, it's it's un- I know it's a cliche, under lights, but genuinely, all all my favorite, well, the vast majority of my favorite sort of United memories. Oh, night matches. You I thought you were saying my favourite moments are under the lights. Under the lights. <laughs> You're back yeah. to your sex, sex things again. No, no, yeah. Or, or performing on stage, or both, maybe. Maybe I'm <laughs> oh. that kind of performer. Now, it, yeah, it's it's midweek against one of the big clubs that we need, well, you know, top teams that we need to be beating. Mm. Should be a good one, hopefully. Mm. See you there. You might do. <laughs>